Hey guys! Hey guys! Welcome, Welcome to, to Hatora with Abigail <laughs> and Eliana. But I'm Eliana and I'm Abigail because you guys didn't know that. Yeah. Oh my God! So it's currently July tomorrow, which is in that makes me want to throw up. We have been doing this. This is our thirty first episode. How many weeks is that? Because we started. 31? No, it's like more. Like No, I'm saying like, how long is that? Like, there's four four weeks in a month, right? Four to five weeks in a month. That's so long. We've been doing this for long. so long. Oh, my Guys. God. Wow. Wow. Shkayach. Shkayach. Mommy. We're amazing. Wow. We are. We are. In case you guys weren't aware, you know, what? we are amazing. We're so we're so awesome. <laughs> we keep giving you the privilege of hearing our voices read terribly every week. Nobody even past like a thousand months. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well. Um. Yeah. So we're coming at you again. You know the drill. You could say it with us. So this week's parsha is parsha. Bala. Woo! And um, we are reading from this wonderful, wonderful book called. Mitocha Oal Hahaftorot from within the tent, the Haftorot, Essays on the Weekly, Haftorot Reading from the Rabbis and Professors of Yeshiva University, published by Magid, which is Koren. Woo! Stan Koren, everyone, hashtag Haftorah, go get 50% off your next purchase from Koren. Yeah, 50% off. Say Haftorah at the desk, type it in when you check out. Yeah, it's for sure going to work. We're not going to get sued. I'm waiting. <laughs> like, I don't know. One day I'm going to be famous and, like, this is going to come back to haunt me. I was just thinking about that because, like, cancel culture, it really scares me. <laughs> but we, like, so, like, we're bad people. Like, we were just joking. Oh, that sounds like what they say. Yeah, literally. <laughs> we're not, like, racist and we're not, like, terrible people. Like, we're not <laughs> doing <laughs> I know, but I'm like, <laughs> this guy would have to <laughs> It's like plagiarism. No, it's not because we give you credit every single time. We talk, oh, it's like published by YU and Magid, which is a division of Koren. Don't cancel us, please. Yeah, maybe we need to write it in like MLA format so that they know that we're really giving them the credit they deserve. True, we should do MLA format. I don't even and know. we tell you who wrote it every time. So like if you really like Edvar Torah, like search that person up. Maybe they oh, have more. It's in the in the bio of every episode. It says that this is the book that we use. So I really just don't think we can be sued. But guys, if you're a lawyer out there, hit us up. <laughs> yeah, please help. <laughs> oh my God, I feel like you shouldn't publish this part. Whatever, it's fine. Whatever. <laughs> Okay, um, guys, we got we got a fast one this week. That's why we I real I realized we do it we were doing it again. Like we knew it was a short one, so we just talked for like yeah. five minutes. Yeah, that wasn't even long. Like usually we talk for so long. True. I feel like we're chilling. We're chilling, guys. Um, life update: I have tuberculosis. That's you guys get to hear that too. I've just been telling everyone because I feel like if I have it, I, I at least get to tell everyone about it. That's amazing. Yeah, why not? spread the information hashtag awareness yeah so yeah and if you were in israel this year i don't know get checked if you want i didn't want to but i guess it's a good thing i did i literally haven't gone to the doctor in like a year so i wouldn't have but the doctor was like you need to get it checked before i can fill out this chart for you to send to college okay i was like fine i guess just like i don't have it so whatever (laughs) that makes sense like if i was going to camp then i would have had to do that or something but 
everything's canceled because it's still corona so yeah so like update for all you guys listening in like 20 years from now corona's still going on it's june 30th 2020 yeah wow literally I'm thriving oh my god guys i want a real job already i want to be a lobbyist I want to. I kind of decided I want to be a social worker. I had an epiphany yesterday. Really? Can you social work on me? I probably have a lot of issues. Sure. You could be my first case. I feel like it's weird that we're both. I want to be like a social worker for like kids. Oh, I mean, I can pretend to be a kid. Okay. Uh huh. Okay. But yeah, I had an epiphany yesterday, so I I feel like I know my major, guys, which is good because Brandeis still has an open registration for freshmen register has an open registration for freshmen so now I've had a lot of time to think about what I want my major to be that's amazing and now I have the song by NF called I have an epiphany stuck in my head or it's I don't know that song but that is how I'm feeling it's in my head now thanks okay shall we do this <laughs> now I feel like we've talked enough <laughs> oh my god I like uh, I'm waiting for us to get attacked whatever nobody even tweets us so it's fine actually we've never checked True. <laughs> we can check <laughs> hashtag half Torah. Okay. Well, okay, let's do this. So I'll start. Sure. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, this week's half Torah is the Dvar Torah on the half Torah. The half Torah is written by Rabbi Mark Dratch. I think that's like Rachel name. Dratch. Maybe. SNL. I have no idea. In the comments, if you guys know, she's very funny. Okay. Well. <laughs> I guess look her up after you're finished tagging with us. Okay. Yeah. Or you just know off the top of your head. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> In all the comments. Okay. Haftarot Balak. For, oh, it's just literally titled For Goodness's Sake. For Goodness's Sake. All right. For the sake of goodness. Wow. I'm already confused by his grammar because the second word is goodly. But okay. How goodly are your tents, O Jacob, your dwelling places, O Israel? By Midbar 24.5 is Bilaam's epic blessing that continues to inspire Jews until today. What is it that stirred such a beautiful appraisal of the Israelite camp encampment? Was it, what was the good that he saw? Apparently it was not the Epicurean's pleasure or, yeah, John Stuart Mill's happiness or Jeremy Bentham's hedonistic calculus. Rashi, citing the tradition recorded in Bamidbar Rabba 24.5, says that the good which distinguished the Israelites was their tznut, the modesty by which they conducted their lives. The openings of their doors and windows of their homes were not juxtaposed to those of their neighbors, thus protecting the integrity, modesty, and privacy of their neighbors and of themselves. This modesty expressed not only in dress, but in attitude, deed, and speech as well, is the hallmark of the Jews as people that identifies itself as Baishanim, which is quoted in Yuvamo. That praise, kol kivuda bat melech penima in Tehillim, the dignity and reserve of every member of its community, that sees tzniyut as its ultimate value, that calls on its religious elite to conduct all aspects of their religious and personal lives in accordance with its strictness, um, and that calls to everyone, hatznea, lechat im elokecha, to walk humbly in modesty with God. Um, the Haftorah? Um, of Parshat Balak, Micha um, 5, 6 to 6, 8, was established um, not only to evoke the memory of the major personalities of the Torah portion by mentioning the names of Balak and Bilam, 
It also comes to challenge our understanding of his blessings as well as to define the goals and values to which we should aspire. Um, it has been told to you, human beings, what is good and what God demands of you to do justice and loving kindness um, and to walk humbly with your God. And that's from 6 8. Um, in setting out these three values, doing justice, performing acts of kindness, and walking modestly with God, um, and the fundamental principles of Torah, see Makot. Um, it's Micha, right? Yeah. Okay, I was scared I was saying it wrong. Micha adds um, an important corrective to the common interpretation of Bilam's blessing. Micha forces us to consider that if the application um, of the demands of Matovu, the good, are only about personal modesty, then we can be led to withdraw into secluded cocoons of our of our own homes to be preoccupied on our own um, preoccupied on our own concerns and to remain within the borders of our own Dalit Amo, four cubits of private space, becoming religious isolationists and agoraphobics. And while holiness and purity of spirit, of spirit, soul, and thought must be nurtured and protected, Micha teaches that in order to do good, we must not divorce ourselves from interaction with with participation in and contribution to the improvement of the larger world. Micha defines tov, that which is good, as asot mishpat ve'avat chesed, um, active engagement in acts of justice and loving kindness in conjunction with living modestly and humbly. These are not abstract concepts. Micha emphasizes asot, doing, and lechet, walking. walking. Um, for the... Prophet, it is only when we pursue justice and kindness that we merit the blessing of Matovu Yaakov. In addition to the interpretation of tents in Bilam's blessing as referring to private homes, another source explains that Ohalacha refers to our synagogues and study halls, see Sanhedrin. Which is it, our homes or our shuls? Perhaps both explanations are correct. We occupy many different tents and live both in spaces that are private and in spaces that are public. We are denizens? Denizens, I think? denizens, of our own Rashut Hayachid, private domain, as well as the Rashut Harabim, public domain. What is good and what God demands of us is that, huh, that's a line from Fiddler on the Roof. And what God demands of us, okay, sorry. Yeah, sorry <laughs> I never watched it. Oh my God. You got it. Oh, okay. Haha, <laughs> okay. <laughs> is that we go beyond our own private self-interest and self-concerns, as important and necessary as they are and work to make our community safe, just, just and kind places for everyone. We do not have the luxury of doing otherwise. Rachel Lakish teaches that one who does not enter into a neighborhood synagogue to pray is considered to be a bad neighbor. As it says, thus says the Lord against all my evil neighbors who touch the inheritance which I have caused my people Israel to inherit. Yirmiyahu. And brachot, I guess. Refusal to identify with the community, to become part of its daily rhythms, and to pray together with its members for everyone's mutual welfare is tantamount tantamount to sabotaging the community. Thus, one who does not attend the community synagogue is not described as a sinner in violation of ritual and liturgical dicta. Such a person is labeled a bad neighbor, a negligent, irresponsible, and harmful member of the community. Dr. Goldstein would have liked that. Yeah, I thought that that whole time, especially liturgical dicta. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And what is new? Micha argues that modesty is not expressed in our withdrawal from the public domain, but rather in our active involvement and engagement in it. As long as we realize that in working towards justice and loving kindness, we recognize that we are partners with God in God's good works. This is giving me major current protesting vibes that we need to Same, have. Same, all the justice stuff. I was like, it. yes, I'm main. Guys, look it up. It's right here. Okay. <laughs> 
Okay. Um, it is God who defines goodness. It has been told to you, human beings, what is good. It is God who demands goodness. And it is God who stands by our sides and inspires us and supports us as we do his good. It is Micha who calls on us to apply God's good instruction in Mishlei beyond our private for Amu. How? Where? Rava says to Rafram Bar Papa, please tell us some of those fine things you said in the name of Rav Chista on matters relating to the synagogue. He replied, Rav Chista said, what is the meaning of the verse, the Lord, the Lord loves the gates of Zion, Zion, more than the dwelling Mishkanot of, of Jacob, and that's in Tehillim. The Lord loves the gates that are distinguished, Metsuyanim, through, um, through Halacha, more than the synagogues and houses of study. And this, and this conforms to the following saying of Rav Chista, uh, no, sorry, Rav Chia Bar Ami in the name of Ula. Since the day that the temple was destroyed, the Holy One, blessed be he, has nothing in his world except for the four cubits of Halacha from Brachot. Um, does this lesson come to negate the blessing of Bilam? Are the gates of Halacha more important than the tents of Jacob in the dwelling place of Israel? I think not. There is no contradiction when our homes are the, are the nerve center of justice and kindness, all performed with Hatzne'ah Lechet Imelokecha, um, in active partnership with God and inspired by his commandments. When we fulfill the vision of Micha, our homes are no longer our own private Dalet Amo. They are the four cubits of Halacha. When Awalacha Yaakov are the centers of the expression of Halacha, then their gates become Sha'ari Metsuyanim Bahalacha. In, in fact, a close reading of the verse teaches us exactly that. The psalmist wrote, um, the, Lord loves the, gate, the Lord loves the gates of Zion, Mikol, from all the dwellings of Jacob. Now, with the Hebrew word min, and thus prefix me, can be comparative in nature, contrasting two values and asserting a preference of one over another. And thus the verse is read that God loves the gates, um, loves the gates more than the tents. Min can also be derivative, asserting that one value comes from or is derived from the other. So rather than stating that the gates are greater than the dwelling, than the dwellings, the lesson may be that God loves the gates of halacha when they are derived from and functions of the activities and commitments and actions that take place in the tents. Um, homes and those who live in them are homes and those who live in them that are committed to the fulfillment of halacha, both in private and public arenas, are the ultimate expression of, a, of God's goodness and recipients of God's love and God's blessing. This is Micha's understanding of Bilam's blessing, and this is his timeless challenge to us. Do good, do justice, perform acts of loving kindness, and do it all with a sense of humility and modesty befitting God-conscious and God-partnered people so that your private space becomes God's space and your world is transferred into his world, a world of good people doing good things in order to bring about a Yom Shekuloto, a redeeming era of the Sunam Banim. Sanam Banim, okay. The highest, the best, and the goodest good for all. I really, this was like, yeah, Shkayach. Shkayach to Rabbi Mark Dratch. Yeah. I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Me too. I'm, yeah, I feel like I need to read that again. Also, like, it was short, so I totally could. I'll, re- sure. I'll read this again. But I kind of, I kind of saw the conclusion coming. Yeah. Like, I was like, are they mutually exclusive? And then he was like, psych, they're Everything not mutually exclusive. Very Rav Salvechiki. Everything's a balance within halacha in order to like 
have the dialectics not be in opposition but be in tandem Ooh. right get those words in oh my god we didn't go down deep for nothing <laughs> but um also I was this has nothing to do with the Devartar per se but like when I was reading the Parsha I was like everyone always says that like Bilam was like a super bad person and like he's proof that like you can get Nivua when you're like not a good person but like mm-hmm. in the Pasuk like maybe it's just not shot but like he seems to be he's just not Jewish but that's okay like he just seems to be like a good person he he keeps pushing Bollocks people away and he's like no, I can't curse Bnei Israel for you. Like, obviously not. Like, I'm I'm asking God what he wants me to do, and whatever God tells me to do, I will do. But I won't curse his chosen nation. And he, he says that three times, then he goes, because God says, you can go, but you have to say what I will, what I tell you. Oh. So, like, so maybe that's just, like, a weird, like, like, kind of anti-non-Jew narrative. Maybe. I just didn't interpret it as it, like, being him, like, him being, like, a negative, like, like, an evil person, which I feel like he usually is explained as, but it might just yeah. be, like, that's, like, not push-up shot, and it's, like, Mephorshim. Interesting assessment. That's, yeah, those were just my thoughts, but, um, yeah, shkayach, shkayach to this, to this rabbi. I enjoyed that. Yeah, I liked it. He kept it succinct, persuasive. Short and sweet. Yeah. The Hamilton quote. Oh, my God. Guys, Hamilton drops Friday. You'll know, yeah, you'll know in three days what I was referencing. <laughs> yes, okay. Oh, so excited. Well, yes, it's going to be Friday and then Shabbos, so coming on to Shabbat. Literally today, I said the wrong Shir Shalyom this morning because I really thought it was Monday, and then I texted Simone and I was like, Simone's our friend, and I was like, are we learning today? And she's like, it's not Wednesday. I really just didn't realize that it was Tuesday at all. Oh, goodness. You were like, it's Monday. Oh, no, it's Wednesday. I don't know what is wrong with me, but anyways, guys, Shabbos keeps our minds centered. That is the focus of our week. So let's get this bread and just like carry on. I don't really know what I'm saying. So motivational. Yes, I'm really feeling it today. Okay. Well then, bye guys. Bye guys.